0: Welcome to the Old Time Radio Westerns. I'm your host, Andrew Rines, and let's get into this episode. This episode's going to be, Gunsmoke, original or air date, is February 17th, 1957, and the title is Doubtful Zone. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring.
1: Laundry? Ooh, a book club! Computer solitaire, huh?
0: Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino.
3: Brought to you by LM, the cigarette you want in the pack you want. Familiar standard pack and new crushproof box. Live modern, most modern, change to LM. Around Dodge City and in the territory on West, there's just one way to handle the killers and the spoilers, and that's with a U.S. Marshal and the smell of gun smoke.
2: Morning, Miles.
4: Seventeen
2: minutes, Matthew.
4: Seventeen minutes exactly since I sent that boy to find you. How's that so? A crime has occurred, Matthew. And dawdling over your breakfast coffee is not likely to bring the culprit to justice. The boy
2: said somebody broke into your store last night, Miles.
4: Aye. How'd they get in? Well, by breaking the glass in the back window.
2: Two panes
4: at $4.32 to pay. You know,
2: Miles, I told you a year ago you ought to put gratings over those windows like the rest of the stores in town. on. No, but gratings cost money, Matthew. Yeah, and so do burglaries. Well,
4: what do they take? Well, I've been compiling a list. Now, uh, here's exactly what's missing. One blue blanket, retail price $6.40. One blue denim jacket, size 36. The price is unimportant,
2: Miles.
4: Oh, to me they are. I have a certain respect for money. Yeah,
2: so I've heard. What else is missing?
4: Well, now, let me see. Uh,
2: Hmm. uh, One hat, gray, and, of course, finest quality. Yeah, I know. I got one, Miles. Go on with the rest of your list. All right. One pair of boots,
4: size six, untooled, inlaid with kid. Retail price, well. Here, let me take a look at it, will you? Oh, thanks.
2: Thanks. Yeah, two flannel shirts, five pounds of of bacon, three pounds of dried beans, pounds of salt, box of matches, a skillet. Looks like you've just grubstaked somebody, huh? I expect you to recover each and every one of those items. Oh, I'll try to. One canteen, one hand axe, two pounds of cheese, and one. 144 caliber Cold revolver. Mardell 60. repays pays at $56.80. What about cartridges? You don't know, have them on the list. No, I might have
4: that. I'm expecting a case in today. Well, yeah, the gun won't be much use without them. I wonder if any place else was robbed last night. Sweet
2: heaven. Now, what's the matter? Ah, here's something else has been taken, Matthew. There were three bottles right there on that shelf, and now
4: there's only two. Bottles of what? Yeah, Perfume. Imported all the way from Paris, France. Now, what would a man like that grub himself want to see a perfume
2: for? Maybe it wasn't a man,
4: Miles.
2: Huh? The size of those boots and the jacket. It would take a pretty small man to wear clothes like that. Oh, you mean a girl.
4: You know, what in the name of heaven would she be up to?
2: I don't
4: know. Mr.
2: Yeah, what is it,
4: sir? We'll be going on. Somebody come into his store, held him up a while ago. What? Did
2: he recognize
4: it? No, sir. He stuck a gun in his back and made him go into the storeroom and locked the door on him. He said whoever it was had a real soft voice like a kid. Huh? Mr. Jones hadn't been to the bank yet, so at least there wasn't no cash,
2: so... Oh, well, what was
4: stolen? Nothing, except a box of forty-four caliber cartridges.
2: Yeah, sure, Kitty, here.
5: <laughs> uh-uh. Not any scent I know. But I sure like to. You say Miles has got two more bottles of
2: it? Ah, uh, I got this sample from one of them.
5: Well, there's nothing like this around
2: Dodd.
5: would not be too hard to track down.
2: Yeah, provided the person who stole it opens the bottle.
5: <laughs> well, I'll keep sniffing the breeze, Matt. Yeah. That's what you have been doing all day, Miss Kitty. Sniffing and smelling around all over town, just like a couple hound dogs. <laughs> but we ain't caught a whiff of this, yeah. Well, he wouldn't be likely to, Chester. Matt, maybe this girl... If it
2: is a girl, she's already left town. Well, oh, in a way, I, I hope so.
5: She might have wanted the gun just to protect herself.
2: She wasn't protecting herself when she shoved it in Will Jonas back this morning. Oh, I know, but it wasn't... it was empty it. then. It's not empty,
5: huh? Well, by golly, I was just wondering who I'd let buy me a drink this evening. Yeah?
2: (laughs) As far as I'm concerned, Doc, you're still wondering. (laughs) Uh,
5: Well, good evening, evening. (laughs) Jeddy. Hello, Doc. Hello, Doc. Oh, say, I understand somebody barred a few things off old man McCag last night.
2: Yeah, they did, Doc. Oh, they did, huh?
5: Crime rampant and the local law inhabits a (laughs) saloon.
2: Here, Doc. uh... Smell this, wouldn't you? Huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, See, yeah.
5: hmm.
2: Say, so what do you do, Matt? Put it on your hair or use it when you shave. You ever smell that smell anywhere
5: before, Doc? Oh, mm-hmm. no. Slightly familiar. No? What do you mean,
2: slightly familiar?
5: Well, uh, I mean, I smelled the same thing earlier today somewhere. Today? Where,
2: Doc? Where was Where did you smell it today? Mm,
5: mm, mm. I don't even remember. to Say, Matt, what do you say we get up a coke again? Doc, will do you think?
2: Where did you smell this perfume today?
5: Oh, I don't know. Let me see now. I was all over town at one time or another. It wasn't at the livery stable, naturally, <laughs> or at the bank. <laughs> oh, forget it, man. I, I don't have the slightest idea. Oh, 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 oh. oh. Wait a minute. Now I don't remember. Yeah? I was talking to Mr. Doby in the lobby of the Dodge House, and. And this kid The Dodge house. house, huh? That's right. He leaped to the stop. Yes, that's where it was. He rented himself a room there.
2: <laughs> but why?
5: I'll tell you later, Doctor.
2: <laughs> if. Come on. Put up fight the she wheel or, or whichever. I don't know, Chuck. All right, go ahead and knock. Let's get clear before the door opens
4: up. <laughs> Who's there? I uh, fetched you some drinking water.
1: Leave it out there in the hall.
4: Okay, but you better get it before the ice melts.
2: Put your hands up. You're under arrest. What? Chester, come in,
1: take the gun. Uh, All
2: right, get back in the room. No use getting the whole hotel stirred up. I ain't done
1: nothing. You got no call to arrest me.
2: Inside, I said. Johnny, uh, he
4: wasn't right, Mr. Dillon, it is a girl. And you mind your own business.
1: Who are you, anyway? What?
2: What? Well, he's a U.S. Marshal. That's who he is.
1: Uh, a Marshal? Where did
2: you get that shirt you're wearing, Miss? Huh? And the boots. What about this gun?
1: Where do you think I got him? I
2: don't think. I know. Now, what's your name?
1: My name's Willie Deezer. and I'm from down around Old State Junction. Willie? Really? What kind of a name's that for a female? Why, you set your take on? Willie,
2: right? how old are you?
1: Sixteen. Beginning of your business.
2: Sixteen, huh? Why did you break into that store last night?
1: Who says I did? The
2: clothes you're wearing, that stepping on the bed over there, the stuff all over this room, every bit of it was stolen.
1: How'd you figure it was me, Martha?
2: That perfume you took. Doc Adams was down in the lobby when you rented your room here. He smelled it on you.
1: Oh. I guess I know that perfume was going to bring bad luck. Them other things I needed, except that are perfume I. I just wanted. Never had none before. Never even felt none. Just heard about it.
2: What are you doing right away from home?
1: I ain't running. I already run. You were to drag me with wild horses, I wouldn't go back there. Why not? You know my stepfather, you wouldn't ask why not. Work, work a body to their death, that's all he knows. got a dry farm down here. Ain't never going to be worth nothing, no matter what. He'll you know, work day and night just like a man. I never even owned a dress. What don't believe him going in for frills. No, I see. <laughs> Last time he have done it two days ago, I just lit out. You see that bruise inside of my head? You
4: see will.
2: Oh, for land, land's sake, get your hands on you.
1: Just hard to... hard. you make a move, Marshal, and I'll blow this fellow's backbone clean through his belly. I'm
2: not moving. Just take it easy, sir. Well Well, right, right,
1: back up now, I... Mr. Away from the door. Well, I... I... didn't run away from home just to end up in no jail.
2: Where are you going to end up, Willie?
1: Never you mind about me, Marshal. Now you two just stay put.
4: Oh, I understand. I'm awful sorry, Mr. Leone. I, I didn't have no idea what she's up to.
2: She doesn't either, Chester. That's her trouble. You darn fool kid. Yeah. Darn fool kid. With a loaded gun. <laughs> To discount it, at least. Now, the same goes for this skillet, Miles. And the blanket, canteen, and axe. It's going to leave beans Miss Oh, just hold your horses, you two.
4: I got the way this is. Oh, no, but I'm saving it. A yeah, no. man can't calculate his profit without knowing his cost. huh. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I knew some of it was gone. I ate about. $0.20 was off that corner there. Uh, $0.22 cents to cents. Well, at
2: least she didn't have time to eat any of uh, your bacon, Miles. Oh, there you are. Yeah, it's about the size of it. That's all we found in our room. Yeah, uh, those are
4: just as low price items, Matthew. She still got away with a $12.50
2: pair of boots. She hasn't gotten away yet, Miles. We'll find it before the night's over.
4: We know what she looks like now, at least. And we know her name.
2: Willie Beaver. I yeah, it's said a child, you say. Yeah. Dry farm down toward those stage. It's just too much work, I guess. And too little to do for anything else. Uh, mighty hard living, dry farming.
4: Doesn't very much of anything to speak of. Yeah, not much. Matthew, look, if if you catch her and you get back those boots and that gun and the other items, well, uh, what I mean is this. Uh, she can keep that perfume if she wants it. Well, forevermore. I uh, couldn't have felt it anyway if she's used some of it. Yeah, sure, Miles. I understand. You're tired. A girl wandering around alone. Welcome, find it. Don't just stand there staring at me. I'm not
2: staring at you, Miles. I'm just listening to you. That's all. Oh, I'm
4: smirking like a cat in a birdcage. I told you that perfume isn't saleable now. You go on out and catch that young ruffian. You bring her to justice. Healing from honest, blood fearing folk. Violating privacy. All rights. right, Miles. All, All right. right. And, uh, if you get that gun and those boots back and, uh, not hurt any, and the denim jacket, too, well, I'll, uh, I'll uh, give that child a dress right out of my stock. My land well, it's not a matter of sentiment, no. It's just that it isn't
2: fit for a young girl to go into court dressed like a man. It's no decent. Yeah, sure, sure, Miles. I know what you mean. Just a proper respect for appearances. That's all it is, isn't
4: it? Oh, confound the both of you! You're <laughs> trying to accuse a man of charity when he hasn't
2: an outfit <laughs> in his entire nature. What the devil? That's what you sounded like. Yeah, come on, Chester. Let's find out. I didn't, know. I didn't have the least idea. Well, it wasn't your fault, Jason. Um, that did you send somebody to find Doc? Yes, we did. The Dyson boy went to Mr. Dillon. I'd yeah. know it was a girl that... i just opened the safe and didn't let her have the money. I wouldn't have shot no girl, not if I'd known. it. You couldn't have been expected in August, Jason. Oh. That bandana over her face, dressed like she was, pointing that gun just as rough. That is any man I ever see. Yeah. And you know, I always keep my gun stuck right between the safe and the desk, just facing something like this. So I made like I was going to open the safe
0: and. and. Are you sure, Mark? you sure she's dead? He yeah, I'm
2: pretty sure Killing a girl i never done nothing so bad in my whole life. No help me, I, I didn't know. Look, anybody else would have done the same thing, now it Couldn't be helped. It's done, and blaming yourself won't undo it. Now, uh... Look, why don't you go outside a while and get some fresh air, huh? I reckon maybe I'd better... I
4: reckon I'd just, just get outside a while.
2: she woke up pretty bad over there. Yeah, well, I guess most anybody would be. Dang, poor youngin. Well, she paid for it, sister. Well, there's no point leaving her there on a the dirty floor Let's lift her up on the counter. All
4: yeah, right.
2: Let me get her shoulder.
4: You know, she wasn't fine. She has got
2: a bruise on her head. I guess her paw did beat her all right. Or All right.
4: Well, let's lift her. Well, what's that fellow out of her jacket? You... Mr. Dillon, I... Or...
2: had to scratch awful hard to tear a living out of the dry, parched earth. Yet next week, a lone ranch woman has to kill the one person who might have helped her. Gunsmoke. Produced and directed by Norman
3: McDonald. Stars William Conrad as Matt Dillon, U.S. Marshal. The story was specially written for Gunsmoke by Les Clutchfield. With editorial supervision by John Meston. The music was composed and conducted by Rex Corey sound patterns by Tom Hanley and Bill James. Featured in the cast were Ben Wright, Sammy Hill, and Lawrence Dobkin. Harley Bear is Chester, Howard McNear is Doc, and Georgia Ellis is Kitty. We are proud to announce that Lex Corey won the annual Downbeat Magazine Award for the best original scoring of a regularly scheduled radio series as musical director of CBS Radio's Gunsmoke.
0: Again next week for another story on gunsmoke. This is the CBS Radio Network. This has been a presentation of OTRWesterns.com, and we hope you enjoyed. Please take some time to like and rate our shows in your favorite podcast application. Follow us on Facebook by going to otrwesterns.com slash Facebook. Subscribe to our YouTube channel by going to otrwesterns.com slash YouTube. And send us an email, podcast at otrwesterns.com. You can call and leave us a voicemail, 707-986-8739. This episode is copyright under the attribution, non-commercial, share like copyright. For more information, go to otrwesterns.com slash copyright.